Welcome to the next episode of Rocks on Podcast. Uh, hot off the press of the news that Rocks have submitted a proposal to take over the running of the a facility in Easter House. We have Rocks General Manager Sean Skelly on the podcast tonight. Sean, how are you doing? I'm well, thank you, Grant. I'm well, thanks for having me. No problem at all. So, as I said, hot off the press, how big is this? Could this be for the organisation? I mean, I was quoted saying it's revolutionary and it's it's absolutely true. Um, it would bring us to the, the next stage entirely. Um, there's not a single aspect of the business. I don't think this would change from us working in the offices and have our own space here rather than having to arrange access for facility um, into the, the office to on court to the amount of revenue we can generate. It, it genuinely would affect everything from top to bottom of the club. It would take us to that next level. Uh, Duncan was, was on the news um, describing it, and I think this is quite a, a, a neat way of talking about it. He said it was um, time for uh, the kids to move out mum and dad's house. Um, it's a little bit like that, to be honest, and it's time to, time to get our own space and be able to do what we want to do, because we're a commercial enterprise. Um, we've got some big ideas, some big plans, some exciting stuff we want to put into place, and we just can't do them where we are at the moment. Yeah, because I suppose that's the, the Rocks have been with at the Emirates for almost uh, 10 seasons now. And it's it's almost that stage where have the Rocks outgrown the Emirates or is not that the relationships uh, anywhere, but about time the Rocks had their own kind of facility that could kind of help the sport and help obviously the Rocks grow. Absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know the Emirates is a world-class, genuinely world-class facility. The people here are great. They're actually going through a little bit of a management change. But Mark, who, who I've worked with my entire time here, um, he's been absolutely fantastic, very supportive. Um, in fact, it was it was Glasgow Life that kind of gave the, the nudge that this um, opportunity Easter House was there. So they're actually working with us on, on the proposal. It's not that we're going against them in any aspect. Um, they realised just what it could do and, and what it would unlock. For, for, for the potential of the Glasgow Rocks. Um, so it, it's not like it's some hostile kind of thing we're doing against them, um, far from it. But yeah, I, I mean, don't get us wrong. If we could make a choice, we would probably pick to have our current facility. And we, we did investigate that, have the current facility, use the, the area at the back of the car park or something like that, put a box on there and, and have our current facility is ours. Um, but it's just not on the table. We, we Not through lack of effort, it's just not on the table. Um, so you start looking at other ideas. We've had plans for quite some time of um, our own purpose-built arena. And then this came across our laps. We were actually investigating another idea um, uh, with uni university partners, UWS, are looking to take over some facility space and things like that. So this has been at the forefront of our ideas for a long time. We'll go into a little bit later of why it's so important. Um, but when this came across, um, it, it was a no-brainer for us to look at. It's an existing facility. It's nowhere near the size we would like it to be. Um, we have already investigated what it could be. Um, and we know that there's, there's many different plans of what it would look like day one. Um, but it, 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 it really would... It, it's not because we don't like being here at the, the Emirates. It, it's a great facility. But it, it, the potential it would unlock is being at the, the Easter House would... would Weigh, weigh the, the facilities that we have here. Amazing. So has there been times, kind of obviously getting to this stage in the process, times you didn't think it was going to happen or what's kind of, has there been any kind of major roadblocks in your way? I mean, we still don't know if it's going to happen. Well, um, well what, what we do know is it's only a proposal stage at the moment. Um, so we're still working on it. And I believe there is another interested party as well. I think um, if, if anyone's wanting to look at the proposals, they're now um, published online uh, on uh, Glasgow. People make Glasgow um, 
asset page. I'm, I'm not quite sure. We can maybe try and look and get the, the link out there, but it's, it's now published online that, that anyone can look at what bids are interested in it and, and a little bit about the proposal and what we're looking to do and the community benefits that we're looking to bring and things like that. So that is actually published online and, and um, folk are allowed to go and investigate that and see if they think it's a good idea as well. Um, there's, there's nothing genuinely i used that word earlier no brainer that's we've we've done a lot of community engagement we've done a lot of speaking to the glasgow fort for example to talk about car parking which they were absolutely delighted at because we're talking about bringing thousands of people to their shops so that was not a difficult conversation at all we've actually got a written letter of support by them that they're, they're willing to work with us on it um I've worked in a sports um, team that was based in a shopping centre at Brayhead, obviously, um, with um, Glasgow uh, clan in the past. And I, I could see, I mean, I was there on Saturday, actually, and um, you can't get a seat at any restaurants. The shops are absolutely packed with folk wearing purple, i.e. going to the game. Mm. Uh, and I know what it can bring. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. as simple as that. But Christmas, the, the trade that they, they would do off of the clan fans. So I've seen, I've seen how successful... A team can be being uh, in in the vicinity of a sports uh, center and uh, sorry uh, a, a shopping center, um, and it, it's Phil who who we met at the um, at, uh, Glasgow Four and there's a, another shopping center next to it called the Locks as well. Who again we've got a written letter support from. They all have their, their own car parking as well. Um, they, they, it's a no-brainer for them. That's that's what we're hearing everywhere. Yeah. So roadblocks so far is would be only simply that there's another uh, interested party. I think the process itself would have been a lot easier if there wasn't. Hmm. Um, and Nothing's easy. A lot faster. No, unfortunately not. But but the next stage now is we submit a proper business case for it, and that's where I think we'll be really strong. We're obviously a commercial entity. We're 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 wanting to improve the facility and, and build upon it. Um, and and that's that's the next stage at the moment. There's been nothing. And in fairness, it's only because everyone's really willing to work with us through. The people make Glasgow community uh, group that we're working with that are, are working with us on the proposal from the council perspective to Glasgow Life to our sponsors to um, to everyone else. It, we've got someone on board, um, Billy Singh, that, that joined us in December, who's yeah. a community development officer, and um, he's taken charge of a lot of the, the community outreach stuff. So no, it's it's not been as I say, it's been a no-brainer so far. Not to say that. Um, putting a business plan and all that's together. It's just time consuming, but um, we're all excited. So it's easy to do something when you're excited as well. Yeah, In fact, it's, it's been almost the other way around where we're having to like, like focus and say, look, we've not got it yet. Yeah, of Calm course. Down, focus like that. Um, because that's the, the, genuinely the potential that it could bring is, is absolutely insane to this club. It would, it would change us. So if we can, uh, financially, obviously looking at the facility, it's a bit bit dated and that's maybe being kind is there any kind of ballpark figures you think that needs to be kind of spent on it to kind of bring it up to the standard that the rocks want and probably deserve it to be yeah i don't know if numbers we're, we're still looking into that we know how much it, it's costing how much to to run at the moment and, and all that kind of thing so we know that and um, we know we've looked at seating plans and things like that already and seats themselves are not cheap you're talking about two three hundred pounds a seat um, to buy, uh, and there's renting options and things like that as well. Uh, I've not, we're not, as I say, we're not actually at the full business plan stage. It's, it's kind of not to say that we've not run the figures because we wouldn't have bid for it without knowing what it looked like. Yeah, of course. Um, but there's nothing specific yet. But but substantial. I mean, it, it, it is substantial from from day one. 
there's two options. There's, we use the facility that's currently there, which um, early indications are that it, you could fit about a thousand seats in it at the moment. Uh, and then there's the expansion. Um, and it's, we wouldn't move into a facility knowing that it's only ever going to be a thousand seats. We wouldn't move into a facility wanting that to be the situation for very long. Be it a season, we could do that. Longer than that, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. We had 1,600 people, obviously, in the small hall on Sunday there. Um, but we could make it, if it was a matter of doing that for a season and building something bigger that could, that could take a, a larger um, audience, we could make that work. Um, so it, all these kind of things and plans are being looked at at the moment. But I saw when we put out the press release, I did see some people worried that as if um, we were just going to run it like it was, not yeah. put seating in, not not expand it in any way. That's that's not the case. There's a fair whack of stuff even needing done in, for example, the changing rooms. There's a bar, hospitality area there that, that, that we need expanded um, significantly for, for what we're looking to do. Now, obviously, our ownership have bars across Glasgow, so that, that's a difficult thing, but we do have plans for that. Um, there's a gym that's there. Uh, there might be an element of, um, it's actually a fairly good size. Um, there might be an element of upgrading some of the equipment there. So we're aware of what some of the costs could be. We just don't have an exact number. And I suppose it depends on time scales and, and things like that as well. Our intention is to move in here from the start of the season. That's looking increasingly that that might not be the case. Um, just with how quickly the council can move as opposed to ourselves um, because there's now two bids obviously they're having to pick a preferred bid and then um, it'll go through that process and then once it's it's done they'll do their due, due diligence sorry on the final that bid. Too. don't worry yeah no. <laughs> the, 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 um, on the final bid um, and then um, then it'll be a matter of handover and nothing but that that's still the intention is we're looking to move in there day one now the good news is as mentioned it's with Glasgow life so there wouldn't be any issue with this being here till December or something like that and then moving over. It's not, I, I can't envisage that being any problem. Um, but we want to get, it is, it is it's that that mum and dad want to move out of mum and dad's. We want to get it. We want to get the kids. Yeah, we want to start yeah. painting walls and, and doing all that kind of thing. Um, but as in, in terms of numbers, there's no specific numbers yet. And it depends which one of the 20 plans that we have, um, we would actually proceed with. And as I say, what we want it to look at day one. Yeah. If I could push you on it, what, what would be, in your opinion, the ideal capacity? What would you like to have? 3,000. Oh, I like that. Straight on the bat. But yeah, I suppose you look at what what's out there on that 1,600 in at the weekend, 3,000 isn't a massive step. Capacity to grow. Yeah. yeah, you're wanting three courts, similar to, for example, Western things like that, that can um, you can get the retractable seating so it can still be used. It's worth saying we're not wanting this to be a basketball-only facility. It doesn't make sense for it to be basketball only. Why not? Why wouldn't you have it multi-sport? So, um, and, and of course, we're wanting a large amount of it is we're wanting to host darts events there and other events from other sports. I think two and a half, three thousand minimum at least, because um, you're wanting to. I think that fills also a niche in terms of you got Brayhead Arena, the 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 hydro. It's slightly smaller than that, so I do think that that fills that an event niche as well. Um, but yeah, and the fact that even throughout the week there's walking football five-a-sides and things like that. Um, we want it to be to be multi-purpose and, and useful for the community because one thing we've learned um, is, is genuinely the amount of community projects that are running, the amount of strong community, the, the strong community spirit that's, that's in yeah. Easter House, um, the amount of projects that run in there, and, and obviously the Rocks have been involved in them in the past. Um, we want to augment that and, and be part of that um, 
and, and that they would hopefully become obviously part of our, our future fan base as well. Um, that would be our new home. We'd be proud to be there in Easter House. Yeah, and I suppose you touched on it there about being a proud community. It's also the type of place with you guys being so commercial based as well that the chance for uh, employment opportunities for folk uh, yeah. is probably massive as well. There is an, an upskilling opportunities as well. Of, um, I've already engaged with some of the community groups there. Fair, for example, um, they, they do they do things like um, maybe say we have a, a cafe of some sort that, that would be the planner or a sports bar or something. You're um, you're getting some people involved a few days a week um, just to skill them up on being a chef, for example. There's there's a million projects like that you could get people involved with as well. I'm quite excited to be honest to be involved with that. I think that's such a nice altruistic thing to be yeah, to be doing it, it would certainly help me go home at night and, and feel good about myself maybe even after the loss <laughs> maybe set, help balance that a little so obviously you've touched on quite a lot about uh what it kind of means for the rocks future in general uh, we obviously see the benefits of what leicester gaining uh, newcastle and obviously there's talks around the league of bristol getting a new facility been for years talks of sheffield eventually getting one and that looks to be kind of moving towards a reality. Yeah. What does it mean uh, in comparison to those ones, even from a kind of youth basketball point of view? Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we would hope to... I've spoken a little bit about the culture that I want to build around basketball. I want that to become the place to go and play basketball. Cup finals to be held there. The, or, or certainly our um, family, our Rocks family, in terms of the, the Rocks juniors, the ladies team, your wheelchair team, um, would have walking basketball masters basketball programs all these kind of things um would, would be there I, w- I would really like to build that kind of basketball culture for one um for two as you're right in saying all, all those clubs are, are looking to do that the, the revenue from tickets getting more you're not paying rent to, to rent out the hall the revenue from hot dogs and food um huge it's usually the biggest queue of any game and we get absolutely nothing nothing zero um at all from from any food or beverage that's bought at the emirates at the moment um and then there's there was a a game a few years ago i believe where as um newcastle were playing us up here they had a darts event on back um at the vertu motors arena and earned thousands approaching a hundred thousand um just from that one event now we, we literally cannot compete with that, as in we have no resources that, that we can use to compete with that. Um, so it, it only widens the gap between the teams. Um, so it, it's really important that we're able to, to have the, the ability to access that, that kind of resource. Um, as I say, we're not, it could be darts, it could be dancing competition finals, weightlifting finals, all sorts of things like that, um, that, that would have an audience and look to rent out the space. But beyond that, we would have control over our own destiny. We would train when we want. We would be able to put fixtures whenever we wanted. Um, we wouldn't have to avoid Celtic games, which is a bit of a nightmare at the moment as well, because they seem to be playing all the bloom time. Um, it, 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 we would be able to sort and, and, and have a situation where we, we were basically able to do whatever. They get, the guys could get a key into the gym and, and just be able to help themselves to whenever they wanted to come in and lift weights. They, within reason, obviously, uh, presuming we have enough courts, um, we could have a, a rocks-only court, perhaps, that, that the guys are literally allowed, say, to, they take their fancy at seven o'clock at night to go and shoot some hoops. Why not? Let them come in and do it. Um, it, it, it really could could revolutionise things. And, and longer term, it's, it, this is genuinely just something we've discussed. There's not been a lot of work put into that, but 
we don't see any reason why Glasgow Rocks has to stop necessarily at basketball. Why, why, if we've got our own event space, why could Glasgow Rocks not have a Taekwondo team, a um, karate team? Uh, a, obviously, we've got the Rockettes, so we've already got something that's not specifically basketball. So why not expand that slightly? A five-a-size team, obviously, that's football. Maybe we avoid that. But uh, you get the idea of being involved in other sports and having your own yeah. facility and your own event space means that that is possible. Because I think it's one thing that that... that the brand that we have cuts through all the typical Glasgow sectarian nonsense that's associated with um, certainly the big two of, of Glasgow. Um, so I do think it, it could be a space that's used to, to expand the, the Rocks brand itself as well, which would be quite cool. Um, but I think that's just something that's been briefly talked about. No, I think... of... Sorry. On you go. No, no, on you go. I was just going to say there's a lot of sport that was played there already and there's a lot of sports that's played across Easterhouse so sports are a great way of facilitating um, some of the social ills and stuff like that that's permeated Easterhouse in the past and it's been used as a vehicle to combat that and um, so there is a lot of sport already happening in that area so why not tap into that? Obviously a brilliant news about the arena and or having the Rocks having its own facility how much does obviously the recent uh, league announcement round about investment from the private equity group 777 play into kind of future plans for the Rocks and for the league? Yeah, I mean, one thing, they've not been directly involved. They are supportive in general of one league expansion and two um, clubs getting their own facilities. They, they've actually identified both of those as some of the uh, starter things that they're looking to combat if that makes sense they're very supportive of it but not financially or anything like that there's there's nothing like one thing that they're they've done obviously they've, they've bought this league and put investment in but their investment company they they want to grow the league and then in theory sell it on in, in future or hopefully sell it on in the future once it's grown and they've made a bit of profit off of that um one thing they're not going to do is give everyone a hundred grand and then say do what you will because um you know for a fact all that would happen is it would get thrown into players Maybe gone by next year. So they're willing to do things. They're working with us, for example. I think they've given everyone in the league a, a small budget to work with that some initial problems that have been identified. Um, so, for example, for ourselves, we'd already started what they've yeah. linked into us with, which is a, our community development officer that we've got on board. Um, so there's an element of that, that that's been supported by the league uh, and therefore 777. But yeah, they're, they're supportive um, of the the move to to go into our own um, arena, um, but they're no, there's not. It's not like they're paying for seats or anything like that. It's just a, a general show of support. And it, who knows that they're maybe talking about. I've heard just conversations about digital billboards and things like that across all teams in the league. Of course, that we would get a benefit from that. But it's not like they're writing a check for seats or anything like that. Yeah, so they're basically at the moment just looking to lend a hand, highlight areas that they would like to see improved, and giving it to the clubs to do, and rather than. Obviously, yeah, it'd be great to give it to players, to invest heavily in players, but it needs to be sustainable for longer term as well. And, and in fairness to them, the way that they've, they've handled that is, um, as I say, there's a, a very small amount of funding that's went across across the league, but it has to be reported back on, which is will be hopefully good news to the um, to the, the fans that are listening to this. They're, they're kind of keeping us right in it and 
Uh, and I'm not just talking about rocks, I'm talking about other teams in the league as well. So we had a project that we had to propose to them to get this this small amount of funding initially. Um, and then there, there's a feedback process where we're seeing if that money's been spent there, if it's been yeah. worked. So um, that's that's all that the, the clubs so far have seen from this 777 deal yet. So far, sorry, but they've, they've, they've been doing a lot of work behind the, the scenes of getting structural things in place at the moment, getting uh, a league PR team together, which they've now got together and work with a third party and things like that. So there's, I'm seeing movement and it's all good. It's just not, um, they've not gone big on a lot of stuff yet. Um, I'm sure there's some exciting stuff to come. Obviously, you're starting to see bits and balls with Birmingham and things like that coming through. Amazing, I suppose. Combination of that investment into the league announcements like the Rocks and other teams getting their own facility can only be uh, massively beneficial for the sport, also selfishly for the Rocks as well. Yeah, there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise and excitement happening. Momentum. Uh, it's one word I'm hearing a lot of folk users seems to be a bit of momentum behind the league now. The one thing that we have is um, negotiating the next Sky deal, so that the Sky deal ends this year. Um, the next thing would be negotiating the club's um, Kappa deal, which is up at the end of this year, be it with Kappa or with someone else. So there's some big contract level things that they're, they're working on at the moment. Um, so hopefully there'll be some good news coming out the back of that. I, I'm honestly, I'm seeing it's not like they've 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 bought over and nothing's happening. There's yeah. there's been a, there was a shareholder update sent through and some really positive stuff um, coming through. It's just nothing I can really sink my teeth into and talk about yet. Right, Sean, um, any kind of final words you want to say based on the news that came out last week and anything else that we we as Rocks fans should look forward to? I mean, I had to look at some of the, the feedback and stuff like that um, that everyone was given to the, the, the move, and I can understand some of the, the fans' concerns and stuff like that. Um, I would just ask fans to be open-minded and realise what this would mean and what it could mean to the club should it go ahead. Um, it... it it's not like this is suddenly fallen on our laps and we're thinking about this for the first time. We first came aware of this probably November, maybe even before then. And we've been working on this daily, legitimately daily um, since then. So we've got a bunch of plans prepared. We're not looking at just swinging the doors of a sports centre and, and throwing a team in there. It, far from it. Um, so I, I would ask the fans to... Trust us that we're, we're, we're working towards this and it's going to have a really good outcome for the club. And, and furthermore, if, bearing in mind this is a, a bidding process, if, if they're supportive of the bid, please, particularly if you're in that area, of course, um, but even if you're not right to your local councillor and support, that that genuinely could make a big difference. Um, so if, if our fans get on, the, get on our side with this and, and can help push it forward, that, that noise could really make a difference. Um, this... this this isn't a. This is probably one of the first times that we've had, the fans have had a, a, an opportunity to directly affect something that could be benefiting the club in 25, 30, 50 years time. Um, so it's. I, I'm personally really excited about it. As I said, I do get some folks, some people's hang-ups about it, but we've, it's nothing that we've not thought about, considered, and have a plan for. I mean, we, we will down the line. Sorry, worth saying. We're going to engage with the the community groups and obviously our, our fans and stuff like that we're just not at that stage yet where it's just the initial proposal so it's not we're not we're not going to take it over without getting feedback from fan groups from this and that as well so there will be a, a, an opportunity for for people to feedback to us and they can do it already directly by messages at info at glasgow rocks please do that if someone's got a concern or something but um we will certainly be opening it up for feedback and and 
um, ideas down the line. Amazing, Sean. Obviously, great positive news. Fingers crossed that uh, there's an announcement in due course that's on for the benefit of the Rocks and the kind of Basel community of Glasgow. So again, yeah, thanks for joining us on the podcast tonight, Sean. Thank you, Grant.